Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, the global environmental organisation Extinction Rebellion was established here in the UK just two years ago, with about 100 academics signing a call to action in support in October 2018. In November 2018, five bridges across the River Thames in London were blockaded as a protest. And in April 2019, Extinction Rebellion hit the headlines when they occupied five prominent sites in central London. Many of the rebels who were there were from St Albans. And they planned to be back in London this September. I spoke to St Albans Extinction Rebellion member Nigel Harvey to find out more. Nigel, thank you for joining me. So Extinction Rebellion has actually been pretty busy um, during lockdown. And since then, you've been continuing with your meetings, book groups, training. What's your perception of of, um, the level of concern about the environment? We've kind of heard anecdotally that there's been a bit of an awakening as to support for um, environmental causes. Have you seen this? Uh, yes, I mean, Extinction Rebellion St. Dolmans has been very active, uh, even over lockdown, although a lot of it has been obviously uh, online meetings uh, on Zoom and uh, and elsewhere. And I, th- I think when we, when we first moved into lockdown, a, a lot of us saw, you know, the reduction in traffic in the roads and more people walking around, and it felt really good. But already we're starting to backslide, aren't we? And the, you know, the traffic is building up. Um, the air quality is going down again. And it's sort of going back to bad old ways, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and do you see more interest in Extinction Rebellion St. Thomas? Have you had new members come to you, for example? Uh, yes, a, no, a number of people have um, have have joined up. And at the same time, obviously, some people are are nervous about uh, getting involved in anything during um, during uh, lockdown. And clearly, you know, maintaining social distancing and and good healthy precautions remains absolutely fundamental to what we do because we're about protecting the planet, but also protecting people as well. The two are completely aligned. Now, Extinction Rebellion, you're asking for sort of big systemic change from the government. Obviously, they've been very busy coping with COVID. Do you think we're backsliding on um, our progress on facing climate change? I think sadly we are. And when we when we had lockdown, there was a chance, a real opportunity to build back differently from the way the world was. And unfortunately, the way the government has been supporting uh, some of the most polluting businesses is just promoting an ongoing status quo. So you look at some of the the loans made by the Bank of England, £1.8 billion in loans shared just between EasyJet, British Airways, Wizz Air um, and Ryanair. That's just wrong. And it's a it's it's a, a huge amount compared to what is being set aside for um, for for climate related activities. I mean, we we have we have heard that um, there will be there's been a big push, for example, to encourage people to cycle. So th- there has been something to balance that as well. You're right, and actually, that the announcement that we had recently about more cycling, I think, is uh, is fantastic and is absolutely to be encouraged. And what's very interesting is that it it follows on from a number of Extinction Rebellion protests around the country where we we in, we, we set up um, sort of impromptu cycle lanes, and lo and behold. 
policy is now coming in. So yes, there are some positive signs that there is change being happen, change coming in. But when the Prime Minister talked about build, build, build as the way of getting us out of this recovery, sorry, that is not the right approach. So you're looking forward to September um, and uh, you're, you're planning um, a big action in, in London. What is your big ask? What will you be asking for? We want the government to take the climate emergency seriously, to act as though it's an emergency, to set a much more realistic target for uh, re- moving towards net zero emissions uh, and, and to get people involved in taking those decisions, because there are some really tough decisions that have to be taken. There, 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 you know, there, there are changes in our lifestyles, and the best way of getting lifestyle changes supported by people is for people to be involved in those decisions. So much more action. So a lot of people listening will say, well, frankly, that's okay, but um, we have enormous economic decline due to COVID. Really, isn't that what we should be facing at the moment? Can we do both, take the climate emergency seriously and take um, jobs recovery seriously as well? There's an opportunity to look at different type of jobs. And if all we do is encourage the same jobs, we talked about those four airlines earlier on, then unfortunately we're on the road to disaster. The climate emergency will not wait for us. David Attenborough put it um, last year that we have less than a decade to take dramatic action. And if we haven't, then we face irreversible damage to the natural world and the collapse of our societies. I'll just say that again, collapse of our societies as a result of the climate emergency. There is not a moment to lose. And what would that look like in St Albans? Well, I mean, we all, we all tend to think about climate emergency as happening far away. You know, it's, it's, it's monsoons in, in, in southern Africa or it's uh, fires in California or Australia. But in St Albans, we will see... Uh, you know, further you know, huge rainfall, flooding, sea level rise, crop failure um, on, on a scale that will lead to food shortages. Um, as large parts of the world become uninhabitable, there will be unprecedented mass migration. And the impact of all that is to cause a breakdown in, in civil society. Okay, I mean, that sounds unbelievably dramatic. Is all that backed by science, Nigel? Very much so. And you wouldn't get somebody like David Attenborough talking about the collapse of our societies unless he really meant it. And so it is absolutely supported by science. And, uh, you know, crop failures is is, is perhaps one of the things that we, we should fear the most, because um, as, as, as the, the climate warms, and we're talking about possibly up to four degrees of warming now, um, the, the, the crops on which we depend may not be able to grow in places that we have available. Okay, so um, really possibly facing really quite uh, extreme consequences there that probably overshadow anything that we've seen with COVID so far. So as I say, you're, you're planning things for September. What are you, what are you planning? What's the action that you're, you're planning today? Uh, the action that Extinction Rebellion in England is going to be taking is to... Uh, 
to, you know, to have a, a, a large group of people um, socially distanced, but in Parliament uh, Square, demanding that government take action. Similar activities are going to be taking place in Cardiff, in Wales, and for Scotland also, there, there, there are plans afoot. And from the 1st of September, in Parliament Square, we are demanding that the government uh, takes real action and looks at this as a matter of priority. Because, uh, as you put it yourself, uh, the, the, the climate crisis will be as nothing, sorry, the, 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 the COVID crisis will be as nothing compared to the climate crisis. The climate crisis is so much bigger, so much more dangerous to humanity than, than, than COVID-19 is. Okay. So you've said that this will be socially distanced. Um, how about getting there even on public transport? It, it, it's sounding all a little bit sort of close together and um, people could be af- afraid of infection risk here. Are you going to think about all this sort of thing? Oh, very much so. I mean, I've, I've already been to one Extinction Rebellion action in London in the last three or four weeks uh, outside the Bank of England. We were able to act in a, in a in a socially distanced uh, manner, both on the train uh, in compliance with uh, with with uh, face masks, and then also outside the Bank of England again, um, uh, socially distanced. So it's it's quite possible uh, to uh, to achieve both, and this is so important that we can't not do it. Okay, um, so in the um in the protest that you held in London last year, there was a lot of people arrested. Are you aiming for that kind of disruption this year? Uh, our, our objective is to use peaceful, non-violent civil disobedience as a way of encouraging government to act. Um, now, last year, probably 5% of the total number of, of um, uh, Climate activists from Extinction Rebellion were were uh, were arrested, if that, and it may be about about the same amount this time. Undoubtedly, there will be some people who will be willing uh, to be arrested because it is one of the ways in which we've been able to successfully draw attention to the problem. But if people don't want to be arrested, there are so many other things to be done. If they are willing to be arrested, then there's training and support and understanding of of our legal rights and uh, and how the police need to act. Okay, so if people support what you're saying, they're concerned about the climate. Um, how would they find out more and find out how they can join in? Well, St Albans Extinction Rebellion is uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, on the web. So just search on uh, St Albans Extinction Rebellion, and and you will find us. Get in touch. And we'd very happily uh, talk to you, get you involved in our online meetings, help you with uh, with training and, and just, just get to meet us and know us. We're a, a remarkably friendly, supportive group of people. Um, we're all, we all have this strong focus of the desire to see governments act so that we avoid climate catastrophe. And that pulls us all together in a, in a very powerful way. And as you've said, there are a lot of different ways of, of joining it. It doesn't uh, necessarily mean going down to London or being arrested. There's, there's other ways in which people can join in too. Absolutely. There is, you know, we have active arts group, uh, media and messaging groups, um, uh, banner making, uh, the, you know, the XR families. There is, there is something for everyone there. And, you know, I, I personally at times get 
really disheartened when I think about the climate emergency. It really troubles me and worries me. But what makes the difference is acting, is actually feeling like I'm doing something that might just make a difference. That That's very powerful. And I would encourage anybody who is genuinely worried about the climate emergency, and I think we all should be, to get involved because there isn't a moment to lose. Well, on that thought, thank you very much indeed, Nigel. Thank you, Amanda. I was talking there to Nigel Harvey of St Albans Extinction Rebellion. And in the world of online everything, if you go to the Extinction Rebellion UK homepage, you can find details of Zoom meetings and training that you can attend. Um, every other Wednesday, there's a talk entitled Heading for Extinction and What to Do About It, which is free and everybody is welcome. And if a recent survey in Watford is anything to go by, we are concerned about climate change and living sustainably. Over the summer, um, Watford Borough Council asked residents, businesses and interest groups how they would go about tackling Watford's commitment to reduce their carbon footprint. Nature and biodiversity are important to a whopping 90% of people, with 60% of people using parks and green spaces several times a week. People wanted to see more trees, flower meadows, wildflower verges, green spaces, cycle routes, nature trails, walks, less litter and less development. Respondents were asked what they thought would be effective measures in terms of encouraging more people to use sustainable transport. And results showed that 58% of people would like to use their, would like to use their car less and 50, 57% of car owners would like to switch to electric vehicles if they could afford to. of people would like to use public transport more, but felt it wasn't feasible for their journeys. And 65% of people would like to improve the energy efficiency of their homes, but needed more information on the best action to take. And the people who uh, responded to the questionnaire, they liked the Beryl bike share scheme. It's a bit like Watford's answer to Boris bikes. I'd be interested to find out if St Albans residents felt similarly. In other news, John, Dennis and Peter at the Park Street Pickers were out in litter picking action during Love Parks Week when they said they found plenty of litter to pick. They said that their plans are that their next community litter picks will be on Saturday, September the 19th and will be part of the deferred Great British Spring Stroke September cleanup. They say that litter has grown significantly since lockdown eased and they've chosen their date September the 19th carefully so it will also link in with the global event World Cleanup Day. And you can stage your own cleanup on the 19th of September, but you don't have to wait till then. Just grab a bag and some gloves, always a good idea when litter picking, but even more so now, and get out for some fresh air, some exercise and an immense feeling of satisfaction. And it doesn't matter where you are. Do your litter picking on the beach, in the wood, in the park or just down your street. You can litter pick whilst walking the dog and I can see enormous potential for a litter pick competition for the kids. And if you want to add a little bit of extra interest, particularly if you've got juniors involved, then you could download the Litterati app. All you do, download the app, find the litter, take a quick photo, dispose of the litter properly, tag the photo and invite or challenge others to join in. Now, the litter data that the app produces is used to inspire positive environmental changes in companies, organisations and governments around the world. 
And there is nothing quite like a bit of litter picking to really highlight the problem of plastic packaging and junk food. And if you fancy learning about some of our more elusive wildlife, then head to the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website for their online talk on Monday the 24th of August at 7 o'clock, an introduction to amphibians and reptiles. From the common frog, the protected great crested newt, the elusive slowworm and the rarely seen adder, the UK is home to a wide range of fascinating amphibians and reptiles. You'll learn where to find them, how to identify them, their life cycles, protected status and how you can help and i listened to their online talk on bees it was really excellent so do pop over to the hearts and middlesex wildlife trust website and sign up now it's always good to hear from you get in touch via twitter at rv underscore environment please like the environment matters facebook page or drop me a line on amanda at radioverolum.com if you've got a comment about the show or perhaps something that you'd like us to cover now i'll be back at the same time next week when i'll be hearing how under a new scheme if you live in st Albans district you could get a thousand quid discount on solar panels until then thank you for listening